And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester at midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it to the net. Louth are in front. And here it is. Now the All-Ireland champions for the third time. Hello and welcome back to the Loud and Proud podcast. I suppose after lying low since the county's exit to Antrim, I've been knuckling down, training hard like every club player across the land, ahead of the championship. Are you excited about it yet? Are you hopping off the ground? Have you set the team in your focus? Have you pictured yourself lifting the cup? Well, this is the Laird and Proud Championship Series podcast. First up, I'll be breaking down the senior championship. Four groups of three. I'll be going through each and every team. I'll be breaking down each club's chances, prospects, and I'll also be adding, uh, I suppose I'll be, I'll be going through every team and I'll say how they can win it painting the picture of how they can actually possibly get their hands on the Joe Ward Cup or just the Joe Ward I, I prefer when it's called the Joe Ward rather than the Joe Ward Cup and what a beautiful cup it is I'll finish each pod with uh, fixtures and my opening round predictions as well so if you agree or disagree or simply just want to get involved let me know on all my uh, social media channels Loud Proud on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram Uh, so first up let's get into it it's um, group one Newtown Blues St. Moctis and the Dundalk Ales I quite like it when the uh, see the champions of the reigning champions or the holders are in the first group it's kind of like the World Cup has that sort of feeling um, although they don't kick off the tournament they'll have to wait a week maybe that should be looked into maybe the, the holders should be hosting or kicking off the championship That maybe that could be a nice way of kickstarting or being able to market around it that the holders are out first to kick off the whole championship and get a big crowd and a big hullabaloo about it but uh, that's for another day um, I'll start with the Blues where where better to start than, than the uh, the double winners um, they look quite comfortable this past two seasons truth be told although they were pushed to the pin of the collar in last year's senior final probably one of the most memorable senior finals in a, in a while um, especially when you consider the, the the ease they had in their in their for, in their first title in this run against the Gales, and there was a bit of a snore fest in that final. Truth be told, but uh, Ronan Phillips is still in charge. He's still over them. He is uh, quite an esteemed uh, backroom team with him as well. They, they seem to work it very well. Um, Colm Nally's involved, one of the Moors. Um, so they, they they they've kept it all in house boot room kind of Liverpool boot room sort of thing and 
everything is running seamlessly for them. The the new player, those talented youngsters have been embedded at ease and now they're becoming established footballers. And not even just established footballers in the county, they're becoming like solid inter-county footballers with second season under the belts like the Kieran Downey, Fergal Donoghue and their captain for this year, Emma Carlin. So they're also in imperious territory. Like they're they're coming to form in the league. It's not as bad as the the first year where they were fighting relegation. Not as good as last year where they were unstoppable in capturing the Carl O'Donnell. I know they are relying on a result, but they've seemed to have upped it a gear, upped it a notch. And you could probably say the favorite the favorites tag sits very comfortably with them now in their third season. Like. The newfound Wild Club, like they're looking for their third title in a row, and it's 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 not a novel to be to be favourites anymore. To have that high expectation levels out there as well, um, to have such a good way of playing, everything's kind of everyone knows their roles, and the pl- players slot in and slot out. Uh, so it it looks like it looks like it could be a routine uh, championship win, similar to Dublin. They're probably a little bit ahead of everyone else. Uh, I suppose you could paint a slight picture again them in that they might get caught in the hop similar to last year's final. They might get caught by someone along the way uh, when they face a, a game because they haven't really had had a game until that final. Uh, Fergal Donahue has gone to America but I think he has done that before where he's gone to America and come back in and slotted in seamlessly as well. They're always an injury away. Um, to the, like any team but really and truly they look to be the team to beat um, good forwards the, uh, the addition of this step up star we're going to have a step up star for every team and this year's step up star for the Blues is Darry Nally he's um, a brother Ross's son of Columns and he's just come in and He's probably added. He's going to add a bit, a bit of fresh freshness to the an already loaded squad. Like so, they're champions elect. To be honest, um, just when they like, uh, like they have talent already up front, and then you throw young Nally in, it's it's going to be like it's just another weapon that the counties will have to stop. But um, their leaders, Andy McDonald, they have defensive shape the whole way. So it it looks like straightforward. The senior champions, they'll 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 advance. They'll go to the quarter final. They'll probably face a lower like the uh, like the they made made easy work of the the knockout series last year, the quarter final, the semi final against the the dreadnoughts. So the Blues look very 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 good position to reclaim the Joe Ward Cup. So that's it. That's not my prediction until until uh, later. I'll. Uh, I'll get into the next team in the group and this is a fairly established senior side, the Dundalk Gales. Um, Paul Morgan's the manager, um, David Maloney is captain and like they seem to get overlooked. It's probably because of probably because they they bounce up and down in division one, division two and they they suffer for that. I would say that that lack of consistency in the league because they always seem to bring it in, in the championship. They've uh, been knocking on the door a couple of years um, before they got to the senior final. Um, last year was a terrible year for them uh, across the board. Um, 
with uh, young Conor Morgan passing away. So with that emotional shock, you could nearly, you could nearly write off the year. It's very hard. Like God, God loved him, and then plus did the hangover of of, of losing that senior um, final. But they've been there, thereabouts. They're solid. They're quite physical. They can bring it. Um, I suppose they're, they're, they are missing a few players through injuries. Um, David Maloney, Sean McCann, they might come back in. But Derek Derek Crilly looks to be quite fit and, and moving well for them. So they'll, they'll bridge a lot of hopes on him. Their league form is quite good. They're, push, they're pushing their way up into the promotion slots. They had a big win over the, the Young Irelanders recently. And although they were beaten by the O'Connells in the most recent, I suppose the penultimate round in the league, they do have... They do seem to be finding that finding their uh, team. They're, they're, they're trying a few players like Errol Boyle as he's moving from full back there to midfield. David McCoy as he pushed up further into the field. Barry Waters centre back last year. He's now full forward. So they're they're finding their team. They still have their regulars there. Um, how can they win? How can the Gales win the championship? Supposed to get all their, their injured players back. Derek Crilly is probably when he's on form around in the middle of the field. He's a massive leader for them. And then they also have Ian McArdle who can fire them there to to success. He's a good forward. He's always he's been very consistent this past couple of years. So they get on a run. They they've actually caused the Blues problems. I know they were beaten um, in that senior final two years ago, but they beat them the year before in the quarterfinal stage. They have that pedigree. They know how to get to the senior finals. And you're looking at the age profile of the team. There's a lot of lads there that have a lot of football played, and I know I actually think Jimmy Faulkner was out or opted out, but he's back in the side looking at the most recent team. So that's a big boost to have him back. They could like they could go and have one last hurrah and really go for it, really push for it. The way things fall for them, they could. They're they're very tough defensively. Um, so although they have kind of changed away from Alec O'Rourke's system who was with them there two years um, so they still have that ground and end up um, so that's how, the, that's how the Gales could fire themselves to the championship a step up player and a player that's probably I would have seen more playing Horland this year than football is probably Podrick Fallon big big man big unit and he's operating I think he's kind of like a full forward or target man for the Gales so that's a that's a player to look out for, um, but yeah, the Gales if they go on a run, they're hard to beat. They could go all the way. That's how I feel. They could go all the way. They get all the team back together, one last hurrah, and they just everything falls in place for them, and they they go on and do the business. I think, and I wouldn't be surprised that they they actually will go into the championship with a with a quiet optimism. They. They always, like I said, they always get up for championship. They'll be ready. They'll be focused. They'll, they're hard to beat. That's the thing about the girls. And once they're hard to beat, and they have a bit of quality up front, the likes of Niall Herity can turn it on when he wants. I mentioned Andy McCardle, and I didn't even mention Jared McSorley. I know people have kind of forgotten him because he hasn't been with the county this year. Big Fallon, full forward target man. Um, then Sean McCann coming back. Derek Crilly. They'll. they'll, they'll They'll be there or thereabouts, um, they'll feel, and they have that quiet optimism that they might be there or thereabouts. But up next, their first round opponents, it is the Moctis. I think, I think going into this championship, uh, the Moctis will be 
everybody's second favourite team in the senior championship in the senior ranks they have uh, like they've just they've just come in with a massive ball of enthusiasm and like I suppose who says romance is dead in the football championship 37 years away from the top table like they'll bring they'll bring colour with them the, the whole allowed village nothing else to the senior ranks and the players are mad for it they, 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 they're really enthusiastic about football down there and it rubs off on them the chairman's buzzing Scaldi I'll give him a mention Paul Murta and it, it rubs off you can tell they're they're um, really into it and they're hungry but along with that they have a bit of steel behind them there's some really good players they have a good mix a good blend of an age profile between old and young um, they're um, I suppose you could say like they're a tight family club there's a couple of brothers in there that makes them all tighter as well that makes them a little bit more telepathic on the field Seamus McGatton is respected down there and then you have Kieran Quinn pulling the strings as well so they'll also bring that confidence of winning the actual uh, intermediate title with them as well so it's great it'd be great to see how they get on great to see them in the group with the Blues like you know, intermediate champs against senior champions, uh, David against Goliath, I suppose you put it. But when you dig down deep into the Moctis team, now I know they are missing a couple of players recently now, injury-wise and that, but they have the nucleus there of a good spine, a good, they're a good team, all-round good team, good strong spine and a couple of young players uh, complementing it on the wings. You look the likes of uh, right. So, so right, regardless of the team, I'll, I'll get into how they can win the senior championship. They just come in, take that momentum with them, and just fire it on. It continues on. The the whole village gets into it. They like when you look at it, Declan Bourne. He's been a leader at any age group, any level, any grade for them, and he'll really relish uh, senior football. And the way it works. He could do damage as senior, uh, probably a lot more easier than he could have an intermediate. Um, and he's well used to carrying the baton. He's well complimented, like I said, about Stephen McCurry to have a style of play where either Barry Mulholland or um, Emlyn Clerken comes in and sits behind and sets them up strong defensively. Um, so they'll leave nothing wanted. And then you have good ball players like the likes of Eamon O'Neill, um, Philly Englishby for fullbacks, really good footballer. Kieran Bourne might make an appearance. Who knows if he comes in and has that massive impetus or impact on the senior championship? You never know. Um, they have a strong centre half in Andrew English. They've they've youngsters like um, Jerry Garland, his brother um, Connor Garland. I think his name is. I can't remember. Um, and then there's another chap, um, Kieran McMahon. Really, really good minor, good minor performance last year in the minor final, losing minor final team. His brother um, Darren as well. So, like you think, all oh, the intermediate side coming up, but intermediate sides tend to do quite well when they get up. They stay up, and I think this team could compete. So, how they could win it? They could just go on that massive ball of momentum, confidence up to take on anyone. They've no fear, kind of beginners look where they just. Get stuck into every team. They're hungry. They want it, and they'll find that they'll be so focused that it'll just take off for them. And 
the whole thing opens up and similar to the Mahonies a couple of years ago where maybe they might it might take a one loss or one year but maybe they go and do it all in the one year so that's how I'm painting a picture for them to go on that ball of enthusiasm because it does mean a lot if the whole village is behind it it does kind of uh, it does rub off on the players like it's the whole it's the the number one thing in Laird Village and the surrounding areas that football is king and I think everyone would be would be warm to a bar the teams they're playing obviously but after 37 years in the senior ranks they look to cause a surprise or two and even if they do cause a surprise or two that could give them that boost of confidence they need so who knows that's how I'm painting the picture for them anyway um, but that's it that's group one in a nutshell the opening round fixtures are um, they play the Moctis play the Blues oh sorry the Moctis play the Gales on the it's in Dowdles Hill half three on Sunday the 14th of July I I am going to tip the Moctis to beat the Gales two division two teams they're both on 12 points I think like I said the Moctis enthusiasm will get them there I don't think to be any real I think maybe there might be nerves opening night nerves but that nerves could be used to to betterment for them and it could it could really bring out a performance out of them so it wouldn't surprise me and that uh, hunger could make them win the first group game my predictions then for the, uh, the group outright I'm going to go well obviously the Blues top I think the Mocked is winning that opening round game I think they'll uh, I think they'll yeah I think they'll beat the Gales and the Gales could be in relegation trouble uh, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put my head neck in the line and, and say that. And then who knows? The Mockers win that first game and they go and play the Blues, who are cold in the next round. And just that'd be some crack. But uh, anyway, that's Group One. That's Group One in a nutshell. Agree or disagree? Get in touch on Loud and Proud on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Janet's face, man.
smell about the place.